0: Good afternoon, uh, this is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse, episode 17, and in today's episode, Corrine and I are hoping, I say hoping, to discuss finance management or financial management in your planner. And before we started recording, we were sort of... Querying each other as to what the terminology was in your country as to regards <laughs> banking and things. So we could be in for a fun time here, Corrine.
1: Uh, Steve, all I've got to say about this is show me the money. Show me show the money. Show me the money. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so it's not something I, I hasten to add I've done in my planner. Um not in recent times at least, um, but I know a lot of people do use their planner to help with their financial management I know a lot of you know nearly all banks these days have online banking and and all this sort of stuff, but to me, having those figures ready to hand in terms of you know what your income is. Which is useful to know, I suppose, correct, and, yes, yeah, it's always good to start with that one, and then, what your actual outgoings are uh, and when they are in in any one month, because we all have a a sort of a cycle of expenditure, don't we, right, um and sort of you know so there's going to be monthly um expenditure, and I suppose you know this might be annual things, you know you don't want too many surprises sort of coming up with sort of subscriptions and, you know, all, you know, the worst possible things, it all happens in one month, I suppose. Right. uh,
1: It all, it all descends in your mailbox.
0: (laughs) And, you know, and, and Christmas as well, of course, you know, there's all these big headaches and if you're trying to plan for a family or around a family's expenditure and what have you, um, it's useful to have some tools um, available um, to hand so you know you've got a fairly good idea of um, you don't need to remember this stuff. That's the important thing, isn't it? With with any planning, don't rely on your own memory.
1: Well, that's why we write it down, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to remember it.
0: <laughs> so you've got these figures to hand of where you are in a month how much you should still have in the bank or how much you hope you've still got in the bank and can you afford that new planner or dress or you know handbag or purse or whatever um or can you treat yourself to a slap up meal or something um no harm in being adventurous is there
1: no no not at all <laughs> i think one of the biggest questions i would ask myself before starting The concept of financial management in a planner would be where am i going to be using this information Mm -hmm. and in in doing so i think that would allow me to assess whether i'd like to have a larger let's say b5 desk fax style spread of a lot of information that i know i'll keep at home or if i just simply want to track what's going in and out of what the British call the current account in the US that's called a checking account. (laughs) Uh, So if I want to keep track of that, does anyone still use a checkbook? Yes, I do. I still do. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, We've had a lot of issues, particularly moving into our new home where the companies ask us if we want to set up an automatic payment, which I think is called a direct debit, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So, in doing so, they have asked me to pick a date, for example, and I've picked a date. And then sure enough, they'll send me a bill saying, oh, you're oh, you're late. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. You said to pick a date. they say, ah, oh, yes, but the date you picked was after your bill was generated. Like mm. I know what's going on on the insides of that company. So mm. what I've done is I've told everyone to kiss it and just send me a paper bill. And now what I do is either I send them a check through the bank that the bank generates, mm. or I will physically write them out a check. And I know I'd like to keep track of that in a home planner. There's really no need for me to be taking checking information outside the home. And I'm always worried about what's going to be safer to take with me, like account numbers and things mm. like that. I don't really like to travel with that if I don't no. have to. Yeah. I mean, are you, do you do that? Do you keep a no. ongoing? going?
0: Once upon a time, we used to keep <laughs> a, a details of you know, the, the bank current account number and the bank contact details and stuff like that. but that really is a sort of thing in the past Uh, sort of going back to um to checkbooks um they're still very active here in france um because to cash if you Cash uh, a check and you haven't got the money in the bank for it. It's not the bank that comes after you; it's the local constabulary that comes knocking <laughs> on your door. The gendarmes turn up because it's a, c- a criminal offence to bounce yeah. a check here. Yeah. But it as but the,
1: well it should be. Thank yeah. you. Yes. In
0: in UK checkbooks have virtually been phased out more or less. Um, you you know our UK uh, bank account. Um, it takes us I don't know four or five years to go through a checkbook of only 20 odd checks it's crazy really
1: so when you do your your financial planning in your planner are you keeping track of your bank accounts or are you keeping track of your expenditures or what is it exactly that you're tracking
0: so the the thing to for me is a lot of people like to sort of have a a real detailed breakdown of how much they're spending almost to us on a daily basis so they can actually see where all of the you know they, they know where a big chunk of it's gone you know mortgage and all those standing payments that you just spoke about that they're, they're fairly fairly easy to sort of break down aren't they yeah the non-variable um, ones the ones that you they're, know they're, are always the
1: same f- amount every month you can count on them to them. be there
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, but it's it's where the remainder goes okay hmm. that remainder might be what third or half of your wages or whatever, um, and you know, if you're sort of struggling with you know with house prices being what they are now, a lot of people, I would think, a large proportion of their income disappears um, in in mortgage payments or rental payments or whatever, and so they have to keep a very close watch on the daily expenditure. Now, they may not do that in a planner per se but they might do it in a, in a very simple sort of notebook sort mm. of style thing and then transfer like a ledger for... those yeah. accounting
1: ledgers yeah yeah
0: a simple sort of you know coil bound notebook or something where they just need to note down um what it was they purchased and you know how much it was and, and stuff like that and they might have a sort of you know a week per page for that or you know mm page per day or something um, I actually track um, how much I spend on fuel for the car in, in a planner which That's sit, sits in the car all the time I actually record the date how much fuel I put in um, how much I spent on fuel and what the uh, I say mileage but it's kilometres um, and well it nearly is always a sort of a, a complete you know it's filled up to the top sort of thing um, but I i have done that for several years now. And it, that's useful exercise to do. If you're trying to spot whether there's, you know, um, a problem with the car, you know, the sudden deterioration in the, you know, the fuel consumption, uh, that right. will highlight it quite quickly sort of thing. Um, but
1: also for people that are self-employed, like yeah. I am, um, there's a tax deductible mm. uh, amount that one can use. In, in the States, I don't know how it is in France, but in the States, you can either deduct the miles driven or you can deduct the gas purchased. You can't do both. Yeah. But yeah. you pick which one and you sort of stick with that the whole time. And usually the miles driven gives you a better... Uh, bang for your buck, as mm. it would be, uh, than the um, gas prices, because gas prices fluctuate. And mm. so depending on how much you're driving, in fact, I've I've stuck to miles because it's sort of easier to track and not have to deal with mm. receipts flying around everywhere. Mm. But that would be a wonderful reason to track uh, gas gas mm. uh, pricing as well.
0: Yeah, I've got a small pocket <clears throat> organizer. Just It's just stripped down into sort of some simple, um, I think it's either four or five column uh, pages with you mm-hmm. know, individual lines. So you just write on it in a s- mm-hmm. very simple table format. And that's got that information. It's got a few other bits of car information in there. I've got a like a conversion chart between uh, litres per 100 kilometres to miles per gallon, for instance, because the car works in one, but brain works in another sort <laughs> right.
1: of I just use a Giramondo, the regular yeah. traveller-sized Giramondo. Yeah. And I've got all the cars... Um insurance papers and all the stuff mm. that goes with it. They're all tacked together and it's a nice, neat bundle. It stays together with the elastic yeah. band. And I really, it's, an, it's a joy to want to open up and, and access those pages in mm. case of anything. And it's also good to have paper inside the car to be able to jot down information. Yeah. You never know where you'll find yourself and what circumstances. Mm. And always good to have uh, mm. fresh paper and pens or mm. pencils to write with. You never know. Now as far as uh tracking finances though do you still do you, are you one of those people that uses cash a lot or do you use your credit cards
0: I do carry some cash around with me I must admit because you know small purchases um we only have one bank card for instance between the two of us so if I'm I'm out with, on my own and I haven't got the cash card with me then <laughs> oh, panic uh, no so I've always got some cash with me um and invariably it, I know, you know, I carry sort of 40 or 50 euros with me, so it's, and I've got some loose change, which again, is handy for, you know, postage and stuff like that, really.
1: Well, uh, without sounding too pokey and nosy, is there a reason why you don't have two cash cards? <laughs>
0: well, because you have to pay for the second card here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Obviously for us, it's free. No you have oh, to pay see. for you even have to pay for the first card I think.
1: Oh dear um, no the bank issues them for
0: free for this, us. This, the crazy thing is, is the the cards in my name yet. Hmm. Alison can quite happily just sign against it. Of course it she
1: is good for her. <laughs> well don't you know money grows on trees here we get money everywhere.
0: <laughs> I, I'm so, a bit like the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit like the Queen. I don't need money, you know. Yeah, right, Some just of sort of wave are... at people and move yes. out.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, so and so, do you track those cash payments, or do you just track when you extract money from the bank?
0: Uh, no, it just it's just when it comes out of the bank for us, really. Because I don't actually tr- spend that much, sort of, you know, on a on a daily basis or a weekly basis, really. You know, it's fairly. A, you know, it's almost sort of oh gosh, the butterflies have come out of your wallet. <laughs> you know, the, the moths have appeared, or something. Yeah. It's it's a bit more when I'm sort of um, I do notice sort of you know how much cash I'm using if I'm away, uh, for instance, um, like if I'm sort of travelling or something. You know, you know, sort of consciously work out in my head sometimes. Right, I had ten, oh, I had fifty pounds. How come I got down to 10 pounds within... Where sort of, did the money was, go? Where did the money go? <laughs> and again? what have
1: I got to show for it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the best question. I remember Philofax at the time used to make these wonderful envelopes that were top-loading with mm. ledger on them that were hole-punched yeah. for personal and for A5 I think if I'm not mistaken like like a receipt envelope receipt envelopes God, I love those things and I don't know why they've stopped making them Mm. and I know there's all kinds of templates you can get yourself and make yourself but good god people of the planner world please if there's any companies out there make these damn envelopes they're so good I love them they're so perfect for keeping track of quarterly receipts for companies for self-employed people like me
0: I think Ray Blake made one, didn't yes, he? Yes,
1: yes, he has a template. We'll
0: link to Ray's template because I'm sure that will be useful. On uh, sort of things that you can use yourself, um, I found in the Franklin Covey book of the 1980s a thing they called a 13-column sheet, which you think 13 columns, why 13? Well, 12 months plus a total so it's almost like a paper spreadsheet and you can put in you know on the rows you can put in the different expenditures if you want yeah and in the columns you can put in how much you spent on this month and, and what have you yeah and then you can subtotal it at the end um Sort of for that expenditure, or and you can you know do do it the opposite way vertically for how much you spent in total for that month. So it works in both directions, um, and and those are on file somewhere. somewhere. There's also a, a checkbook register as well, so you can record um, what you were spending in your checkbook um, as on in your planner sort of thing. So you've got sort of the the outgoings and the incomings and all that sort of stuff um i'm sure there's um another set of um files because most personal pages divide very neatly into 31 lines yes. so you have <laughs> you've got sort of a, a sort of a a, day, a line for every day of the month sort of thing you know even in the sort of months where it's um you know, up to complete 31. I guess it can be, it might even be 32 on some of those. So you've Depending got Depending on how you size them in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I love keeping my wallet in a personal sized planner, whether it's a Slim or mm-hmm. whether it's a Mia or anything larger than that. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that because I, I have this fetish with money. I don't like to fold it, I like to have it stay crisp mm. and clear, if that makes sense. Mm. And so I have found that the pocket layouts. Of either the Mias or Sunny Slim um, allows, including the plastic envelopes, allow for the cash to stay intact mm. and not be folded. Now, this also lends itself to if uh, to using a system like the Dave Ramsey system. If anybody wants to do the envelope systems and so on and so forth, there's a plethora of people out there that are doing. Uh, cash envelopes to be able to mm. carry cash only. I think that's one of the systems of re- re- reducing yeah. debt or removing debt altogether is to reallocate your attention to the cash funds leaving your pocket mm. as opposed to the fake token money in the casino, <laughs> which is what ATM cards have become now, haven't they? Yeah, you don't feel you're <laughs>
0: spending money, do you, when you just flush your <laughs> right. card? Well, because you're not,
1: card. right? You're just sort of, it's a paper transaction here. Yeah. You're signing your name. If someone wants your autograph, and off you
0: go. Do you have in the States yet these contactless cards where you don't even have to put your PIN number in? You just Mm -hmm. actually hold the card to the machine?
1: We have started to get them. I think there was a law that went into effect at the end of, uh, or at the beginning of this year, Mm. where there is a shift happening, and now we're joining the rest of the Occidental world in (laughs) finally achieving some sort of credit card security. But the interesting thing is that now the machines that I've used make a negative sounding sound (laughs) so that it looks like everything's been rejected. And all that means is that the card has been ready to be removed. That's all it means. But it's just this excruciatingly horrible like "Eh," sound that's just, no, we don't want your card. And so, yes, everyone is just a flutter with using these now in some locations. Some some machines aren't working yet, but Mm. I, I try to use i'd like to use more cash i think that's where i'm headed with this ideally it would be nice if i stopped using the bank card because like you said it's easy to get lost Mm. into the world of nothingness and the abstract concept of changing money as opposed to seeing cold hard cash leave your hand
0: yeah and then you can sort of go back and and count it and stuff like that I, i must admit i've used several different organizers myself um in the past uh, maybe not for long periods of time, um, as you know. So, I've got a wallet and an organizer combined, and I did a couple of videos, or at least one video on the topic, um, where I'd used uh, a sort of personal size more than for um, a couple of weeks, and that worked out quite well because it's got a very shallow sort of zip pocket in the front cover.
1: The Malden layout is outstanding for yeah. anybody considering a wallet as a first-time mm. personal-sized uh, planner. That is an outstanding layout. Mm. I actually miss that layout a lot.
0: But I've even used a small M2. Uh, you know, the Sim- simple <laughs> three-ring one. Is that, that right? That really is pushing. I would the think limits. for a, for
1: a bloke that would actually go well. because yeah, <laughs> it's would it's work. almost
0: sort of man's wallet size uh, an M2.
1: Yeah, that's a Balmoral, moral right the moral yeah, makes them yeah like yeah yeah
0: now if you're not t- too bothered by how much paper you carry if you're only using it as a aid memoir for instance you know you're not going to do sort of serious planning in the thing mm. um then it works quite well um, because it, you, the only you know flying the ointment really is the coins side of things now i found with the coins on any sort of wallet stroke organizer arrangement can overbalance things just the sheer weight of coinage um can sort of ruin the whole thing but i actually made up a, a simple Cardboard template. Yeah, Karine's going to laugh when <laughs> when I say cardboard template. You've seen my earlier cardboard engineering aspects earlier this afternoon.
1: People of the Plannerverse, Steve has created an abomination out of cardboard, <laughs> but yet it's one of those things like an accident. You can't stop looking. You just have to keep looking at it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Steve, go on and create your cardboard creations, because this God was, love you.
0: <laughs> this was for um, holding coins in, and I, I, sort of can't, I can't remember what the formula was now, but you can come up with a, a sort of a selection of coins, mm. where if you make up that, that combination of different coins you always have the right change up to a certain value of sort of two and a half (laughs) euros or something so you know you end up with all these little circular things and um i actually made this thing i showed it to tom and he went what on earth's that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, i could see
1: tom's face now (laughs) yep well it worked uh... I, I think with the coins, that's why I like the Malden so much, is because mm. it does have that little zip case yeah. right in front, uh, and it doesn't take away too much from the form of the planner, even no. when filled. That's why I like the Mia as well, mm. because that popper pocket it's mm. not as secure as the zip pocket no but still it allows for a few coins to go in there without feeling like you have nowhere to place them mm. ideally it'd be nice if we ever got to see a zip pocket like that but I, the, the mias do have a zip though on the side yeah right but below the, the popper pocket but it's but there's not really quite convenient deep. for putting coins yeah yeah
0: it's too deep really the yeah. um the pocket molden also works quite well um as a wallet as well yes, yes it's a little bit smaller, but i've come up with this sort of alternative solution now. I use two things, one for cards and and paper cash, mm. and uh, literally a small coin holder uh, for just the coins, both made by our friends Gilio and um uh, the, the the coins thing it's like it looks like a leather envelope and it i love that. you sort of open it up and you can delve around inside and um you can carry quite a few coins in there. I end up finding I'm carrying too many coins, and have to sort of empty out every so often and put all the shrapnel, as I call it, um, into a, a, money, a piggy bank thing to just get rid of it. Really, but for everyone I, listening, I f- S- Steve held person. up
1: gold models of his uh, coin, <laughs> coin, coin purse, and uh, card holder. Suitable Very links nice.
0: will be applied. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: That That's, I think, one of the irritating parts about moving my wallet into a planner because I can't go back to a wallet now. I've tried. Mm. It's impossible. I have to live out of a planner now. And mind you, everywhere I go, when I do pull out a wallet planner, my my uh, Giglio Slim here, uh, everyone loses their mind behind the cash mm. register. Where did you get that? How are you doing it? And then, of course, I've got a financial section yeah. in the back uh, that allows me to keep track of the expenses and I just tally those up at the end of every week. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how you do your numbers. Do you do you do it monthly or weekly
0: or monthly, daily? Rui. monthly. Monthly. Rui. Yeah, monthly for us.
1: Yeah. Um I I tend to want to do it weekly because I'm taking care of so many other pieces of paper in my house that I don't want to have to deal with this. In in our case level. it's
0: it's because we've got incomes coming in at um different times of the month. Ones on a monthly basis, another ones Coming in on a, I think it's four weekly basis. So the the two are sort of a mm. rolling either side of each other a lot of the time, and we want to make sure they're also coming um, in foreign currency as far as we're concerned. So we know we need to know what the you know, what's the current exchange rate, and what's the how much is that going to be worth in euros and stuff like this. So um, yeah, so we still keep although we have a French bank account, we still have a UK bank account as well. So there's a lot of fiddling around. Sort of balancing the books at least once a month.
1: I would think for someone like you, then, and for many expats perhaps mm. living across uh, the borders of where they mm. normally belong, I would think having an ABA routing number and keeping track of the banking details would be something you'd want to mm. carry around with you in case of a situation where you do need to make a quick, swift uh, transfer, I yeah. think they're called. And so that would probably be information one would want to keep in one's planner. But then again, you want to make sure that it's not. Um, how shall I say this? Um, incriminating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want. You don't want to let the bad people have the good information.
0: The um. Yeah. You know, with so, so much problems these days, isn't there? With with bank security and money laundering and all this sort of stuff. That um. You know, just accessing your bank account is is bad enough. Um. You know, I I caused major heartache. Um. The other week with my trip to um. Rotterdam, with you know, Barclay card ringing up every five minutes saying, You know, what's wh- why is there an earth ticket being bought to London and why is there another one going in the other direction <laughs> back to Rotterdam? You know, this is unusual on your account because of, of French
1: train strikes, that's French why. Strike.
0: Then, of course, I, I I did the ultimate uh, sin. I then went and bought an Apple product <laughs> in duty-free. Yeah, yeah. that, that, that caused the clangor. It, do you, it didn't do get you this... find it
1: easier if you if you call the company up beforehand and say... suppose hey, we you
0: know, could have done, but, you know...
1: I do that. When I'm about to travel, I call up the company and I say, hey, here's what's going on.
0: I did let Alison know. I said, right, I'm about to purchase this thing. And I told her the exact price and the name of the the actual um, store I was buying it from, mm. where they were located, and everything. So she had the whole story.
1: Okay. In <laughs> case they called in which yeah. case they did. So in yeah. case
0: they sort of said, we've just had this transaction. session. Yes, 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 we know. We know. It's all right. It's him. He's spending money again, sort of thing. So.
1: What is the biggest takeaway that you've noticed from tracking your finances in your planner?
0: As is... in... What's the uh, like, thing?
1: A, like, a, wh- how does this impacted your life positively?
0: Oh, it, it certainly. Um, I, I was, as a young man, I was terrible for financial management. I would get sort of mark of one out of ten for it. It was hopeless uh, back when I was single. Um, terrible. I hadn't got a clue really. You know, I had almost too much money coming in and no clue on where it was disappearing and you know you learn the hard way by Mm. suddenly you know the only way out and was you know so how do you how are you going to manage this month and you've spent all your money right And so (laughs) mindfulness i think then it's it's to be aware of where your money's going yeah where it's being aware of where that money's going and you know knowing that you know you've got three days left in this month you've got a full fridge of food make it the, work <laughs> the, the car's full of petrol will you need to spend anything else no good move
1: right <laughs> and then you then you can start actually uh, creating savings accounts and planning for um, other events in life for example creating an emergency fund or anything Mm. like that so but you won't be able to get there until you actually start tracking which is i think what the point of this podcast is the way that you decide to track your finances is up to you Mm. um but uh, i think we both of us are big proponents of actually doing it get off your bum and do it just start writing things down and get it
0: down so we come to the end or nearly the end but this week we have something different to surprise you with. <gasps> oh my gosh, what, what could, could it be? be? <laughs> Instead of tips of the week, we have what's on your to-do list this week, Kareem? Oh, oh, well, let me open
1: my Gilio Amica with 35 millimeter massive rings and tell you that this week-
0: <sighs> Boasting again.
1: I have, g- I know I have to, I just can't help myself. I love this thing. Uh, I have to get my happy bum over to Washington, D.C., so I have to figure out a time between now and tomorrow or Monday to get this done. I've got to get some papers signed, and I've also got on here that I need to sell two of my suitcases. I've been trying to offload them for a while, and I've decided that I'm just going to set them up for sale. Um, because they've gotten old and they're still useful and I just don't want them. They're cluttering up my place. I've got enough bags running amok, so I don't want suitcases in my life right now. <laughs> or at least those. So that's what's on my to do list, in case anybody was wondering.
0: And on mine. What's week, on yours? What's yeah. on mine? My I've been cleaning up my contacts list. You know, that we've been talking about this for
1: yes, we have. several
0: episodes, haven't we? You know? Steve's yes. finally got round to doing it. I've sat down several times this week and i keep running through the whole list and it's not just who's on that list i've been gathering together the information from two organizers an a5 and my old personal one and lumping all that stuff in there making sure that i've not missed anybody out Mm -hmm. and making sure that the stuff that's in in the actual contacts list is still relevant um and i'm also clean in the electronic format I'm cleaning it up in terms of then making sure they all use the same field. So home number is the home number, mobile is the ho- mobile number, right. and lots of stuff with the intention. Um, and this will be, a, is a future project of mine. I've, and I've actually got the thing working already is being able to transfer from Apple contacts mm. into an Excel spreadsheet. Into a Word mail merge document, and then be able to print them out and refresh the pages in my A5, which I must have printed about two years or so ago, because the the scrawlings and crossings out all over the place.
1: That would be a dream come true for yeah. me if yeah, that just you could do that. Look
0: at, look at the entry for my son, and it's about three or four addresses deep. <laughs> wow! Oh yeah, that because <laughs> yeah, he's change. moved around a lot so yeah, in London. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that's looking good, and I'm getting close to finalizing the list um, to be able to sort of, you know, hit the print button, which is the uh, thing. So, But I'm hoping to be able to describe that in some form of um, sort of blog post of some description. And uh, we'll take it from there. So where can we find you on the net this week?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Karina Tomasian and everywhere else on the same
0: name. Woohoo. And you'll find me in the usual places at com and travellersnotebooktimes.com. And remember, the answer
1: to the great question of life, the universe and everything is 42.